Alright, so this is the commentary for Vegas 16. Which we're doing over again. Yeah, this is the second time we've had to record. Colin Snow has, was my wonderful assistant director for this episode. He did such good work. and He did a fantastic job. And uh, he's apparently idle right now, so I couldn't get a hold of him. Uh, you know, idle as in the the messenger, it, look, it says, you know, Colin Snow, idle. Not like he's, like, lazy on his butt. No. Not that sort <laughs> of idle. No, he's just not there. But I wanted to play this little 30-second clip of what we tried to do on uh, on Gizmo so that I can prove that he we did try to record with him. So I'm going to play this real quick. Maria is not 
you know, now working in a Mexican restaurant in Vegas. Yeah, that's not Maria. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't speak Spanish at all. And so, um, and Renee knows enough to get herself in trouble, but that's a whole, a whole lot of trouble. <laughs> so um, I, I wrote to Emma, and I'm like, help me, I need someone to speak Spanish. <laughs> and so, and I also cast her in the, uh, uh, as the waitress, and she's like, I see, going from Maria to waitress, I see how it is. <laughs> uh, now, I wanted to make a little note about the music in the background, it's, like this this really upbeat version of Wish You a Merry Christmas because whenever I go into a Mexican restaurant around Christmas they're always playing like some mariachi version of a Christmas song but well Kevin didn't have any music like that so <laughs> an upbeat version of We Wish You a Merry Christmas as opposed to like the funeral dirge that it usually is <laughs> hey, I've seen some really weird renditions of Wish You a Merry Christmas stuff by Tim Burton apparently yeah so, so I only put in a little bit of that song, and then we go into this other music, which is called Wish, and it's it's got different Christmas themes. It's like a 19-minute-long file, just really brilliant. Kevin Work have to mention about Philip Weber commenting to us that he can finally use all of his fabulous foreign language skills and what does he do? He orders a taco salad and some what? Ta uh, special tacos. Special tacos, yeah. Or tacos of the house. The tacos of the house and, and some uh, uh, taco salad. Because yeah. uh. <laughs> uh, he works for uh, ESPN and he does do uh, international stuff apparently and he's like, oh, I finally get to use my Spanish and he's like, I order a salad? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> That's great. You know what, Philip? Next time you'll be ordering porn in German, okay? <laughs> German porn. And we all know what that's like. It's messed up. <laughs> that's what it is. Not that I watch German porn. No. <laughs> I think I just outed myself. I think you did. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay, so Renee and I have a big crush on Alan Rickman. I worked all night. I won't say what I would do, but it's pretty nasty, some of the things that I can think of with Snape. With Snape. I put a smile on that that unfortunate warlock face. I really liked him as Judge Turpin in Sweeney Todd, although I didn't think he sang all that well. He's not a singer. Yeah, he's not a singer. He's but an actor. I mean, he was a great actor. Pierce Brosnan and Mamma Mia. Oh, God. Pierce Brosnan was not meant to be in a musical. He's cute, though. He's cute. As M. Sierra would say, I just want to lick things off of him. There is no singing involved. <laughs> that is fantastic. Um, I was going to say something. Oh, yeah. So we put Alan Rickman in the episode, or mentioned him, because yeah, Renee and I both have a big crush on him. Yeah. How many musical instruments do you play? Okay, now, when we were originally writing this, we wanted Philip to be, like, the perfect man. We wanted him to be, like, superhuman. He's so amazing. But, um, so he was originally going to speak, like, four or five languages, but Jeffrey was like, um, that's kind of not realistic, and I'm like, so, oh, okay, so we, we, we thought, okay, well, we'll, 
we'll, we'll no, do that. That it does sound a little more realistic. Yeah. Since then, I've met like twelve people who speak like five to eight languages. Oh my gosh. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. Well, still, you know, I are pretty superhuman though. Yeah. So we just we we shaved off a little bit of the uh, the languages. I think we took out one or two of the instruments. But uh, we still wanted Philip to be pretty amazing. He is amazing. Okay, so Chloe, of course, is kind of me. And uh, probably most of you know that I love singing. I wanted to do it for a living, but, yeah, what she says, you know, it wasn't lucrative, and everyone said they'd never go with it, go anywhere with it. I was told that, so I kind of gave up singing as a career, sadly, but I still enjoy doing it. You should give it up and concentrate on finding a real job, right? I've heard it all. Now, uh, Colin said, I believe, that it was one of the hardest parts of doing this episode was, okay, this is where my work comes in right here, but, uh, <laughs> that was a little bit of improv on M's part. Bravo, Bravo, M. Gorgeous. brilliant. Um, Colin said the most difficult part of this, and also the best part, was picking the different lines because Lexi and Philip give such great performances, and between Philip's uh, improvisation <laughs> and uh, all the different performances, he said it was very difficult to pick, but it was also a lot of fun. And yes, but I'd like to hear from you. Uh, okay, well, I was born here in the United States, but raised in Great Britain. Wait, wait. Oh, I love this part. The uh, <laughs> thing about Philip being Canadian. You realize that makes you Canadian, right? Okay, this upcoming line where Chloe does a Canadian accent, she said, right there, she says it was very difficult to do the Chloe voice and be a bad Canadian at the same time. <laughs> I honestly, I think there is nothing funnier than being Canadian. Okay, I, I you think there's just something funny about Canadian? You think Alanis Morris said it's funny? I think she's hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, she should be the punchline of every joke. No, I think really Pope, a priest, and a rabbi walk into a bar. Alanis Morissette. No, I think William Shatner is the punchline to every joke. <laughs> That's every bad joke. <laughs> so right now, are you talking about Moosey Fate? Walk to me how you walk, Say Moosey Fate! Say Moosey Fate! What? It's from Invader Zim. Oh, okay. Get another Canadian. Right. Love it. I love how Chloe teases him. Okay, now that's Australian. Not Hugh Your birth name or your adopted name? Neither, actually. 
I don't know my birth name. Okay, now here's the whole thing about Philip's last name. Um, Renee suggested Grayson because it's like your grace. Your grace. It's, it's, a, it's a slight sort of edge towards princeliness. Yeah, because, you know, Philip is like our prince. Uh, or one of the princes, anyway. So, but then I put in this whole thing about Batman because I love Batman. <laughs> so, Renee has this this beautiful like like su- subtle reason, metaphoric and all that. I have Batman. That's that's just how clever I am. That's <laughs> fine. Batman is clever, and it, you know it's, it makes sense. You know he want to be a child actor and orphan and all of that. So. Yeah. Now this is really my uh, my family background here. My parents have been married for a long, long time. They really shouldn't be, though. <laughs> hey, Brenda. Hey, Eric. How are you doing? Don't bring that up. I don't want to talk about how Renee met my dad for the first time. <laughs> I wasn't even going to go into that. Now you brought it up. Thanks. Oh! Ah! <laughs> Okay, I don't want the listeners to have to get out the brain bleach, so let's just not talk about it. Let's just say that it was scarring. (laughs) And I did my best to block it out. Thank you very much, Alicia. (laughs) I was just more thinking as, like, they're together, but they really shouldn't be. Hi, Mom and Dad, if you're listening. (laughs) Hey, guys. Oh, my mom knows I feel this way. Oh, that's good. Broadcasting it out. No. Oh, for, for those yes. of you wondering, I, I'm not a virgin anymore, but I was for a long time. Very long time. Pretty much everything but the Yeah, before I got seriously involved, this this was basically my background. <laughs> She's not too much like Chloe anymore. Well, not too much like Chloe. I still do the whole ew, ew, ew. <laughs> <laughs> and she, she does freak out rather easily. Yeah. Oh, Cat Pride can vouch for that. <laughs> when I was doing my first Kingery episode, I called her and I was totally freaking out. And she's like, okay, calm down. <laughs> I helped her a little. I did. Oh, God, no. A little bit, yes. Oh, you helped me a lot. But Cat uh, helped me with the initial calm down. Yes, the calm down, yes. But it was pretty much it. Uh, we came over for. Yeah. This right here is where Colin's work came back in. Why can't I reach you? back here now. Okay, now for those of you who live in a vortex or have really crappy cell phone service, either way, uh, some of you may be able to get texts when you can't receive phone calls because the service is just so bad. I can't. That's my phone. Um, But Jeffrey thought that if you could receive a text, then you should be able to receive a phone call. Um, Apparently his phone works that way or that's the way he's familiar with it. So we're like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. So we just changed it to barely any signal. So um, it does make sense. Yeah, it does make sense. I I will receive a text when I don't have signals, but probably by way longer after it was sent. Yeah. So uh, so that was a good catch on his part. Me too. Where Philip talks in the third person. 
maybe. <laughs> um, Philip would like to ask uh, Celeste if you. <laughs> maybe, maybe this won't work. I I don't. Maybe it will. Hey, that that purse rummage sound. Jeffrey actually told me that yeah. it was Susan doing that. They used that sound effect for a Superman issue oh, or something like that. Much. And so that was Susan opening her okay. purse and, and rummaging around. Yeah. Like to ask Chloe if Chloe would like to go out for dinner sometime. Chloe wants to know why Philip wants to do this. Because <laughs> Chloe makes Philip feel comfortable and happy. Chloe. We are not amused. <laughs> we are not amused. <laughs> Philip can't. Well, not Philip has a date to be with many people tonight. It's not really a date, though. It's more I love Philip's delivery. Um. Okay. It sounds stupid, but. Philip really gets into his character. You know what really, what I really appreciate about this is that it uh, would be really simple to make good luck, Philip Carter. I, I don't thing. really want to do yeah, it. Weber. But it would make it very easy to sound very movie starish. And Philip Weber actually makes Philip Carter Grayson seem very normal. Yeah, very nice guy, very boy next door, very sweet. That is a lovely shade of red. I love his delivery. You really don't have that great of an image of yourself, do you? This from the man who went. But without seeming like a total weenie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Philip Weber, for not sounding like a weenie. (laughs) Thank you for sounding real without seeming like a total weenie. I really appreciate that. And and on that note, I want to say that I think Jeffrey has done a lot with uh, with Danny in making him not sound like a complete weenie. Yes. <laughs> Which must be very difficult. Yes. Because, you know, in the original uh, story, Danny was kind of written like a weenie. <laughs> okay. The little ting noise when Philip smiles. Yeah, that that's... Uh, you couldn't, uh, come on, you couldn't help it. I had to put that in there. Cause I don't know if any of you remember the Washington Apple commercials with the Washington Apple guy. Wonderful, thank you. Whenever uh, he smiled, it would go, about ching! Friday night. Um, <laughs> and that's what I was thinking of when I wrote that part in. Yeah. And I'm picking the restaurant this time. <laughs> Yay! Hmm. I guess I can't keep you from the outside world any longer. I forgot when my work came back in. (laughs) I don't know. But I do the whole ending part here. Why don't you take the name tag? Maybe you can stick it on your son's eyes. That's right. She peels off the name tag Mm -hmm. from the the backing and puts it on her chest so that he can figure out what it is. I'll probably start calling you, hello, my name is Chloe. (laughs) I'll keep it then. A memento. Yeah, that's him. I'll see you Friday. Wait, give me your phone number so I can tell you where we're going. That's kind of an important okay. note for later that she had to peel off the, the backing and put the name tag on herself. Well, remember, she wrote out, hello, my name is Chloe, but then she put it in her purse, and she got another one that said Miss C. Yeah. yeah. That's why I put it I in the previously so people would remember. Yeah. <laughs> You've outsmarted me already. You wonder why I like this. Oh, this music in the background is the Philip and Chloe theme. I, uh, I hadn't used it before. 
because they didn't have a real oh. rom- romantic moment. But here it is. Oh, and the music as well. It's a typical theatrical moment. Oh. I like that the, the outside oh. noise of Vegas stops so that the music yeah. can swell. And yeah. That's so cute. They both say yeah at the same time. It's so cute. Cheery, bye. Sure, bye. <laughs> and I got that from David Alt because whenever he finishes his lines, he's like, "All right, that's it. If you need anything, let me know." Sure, bye. bye. <laughs> Aww, that was so cute. <laughs> and 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 manly and rugged and sexy too. So yeah. <laughs> to realize that most men don't like it when you call their work cute. (laughs) should be illegal. Okay. Driving now. Driving now. Oh my god. Did that really just happen? A Chloe monologue. (laughs) Yes, it did. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh my god, damn Jesus. Philip Carter Bridges didn't even lunch and he wants to see me again and he even kissed me. And it was warm and sweet like hot fudge and just as addicting. Sure, I kissed him before, but it's not the same thing. I just can't believe it. It's like Christmas came early. <laughs> I oh, love not, not too early, by the way. Yeah, I, I love the way uh, Lexi can do that sort of talking and, and what the hell be just so doing? endearing. Yeah. Danny? What the hell are you doing out in the parking garage? You were driving like a maniac. Chloe, Chloe, where's my I'm trying to get hold of you off. It's said you're outside the service area, and after I gave her the news, and she got so angry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I really like this little scene, as short as it is. Yeah. Chloe, she's in trouble. Is it Tessa? No, Ginger's hired someone to kill Terry. <gasps> and I love how it just the music just stops. Like, now, here's the gift no. the As we all know, it's Christmas time. Yes. By the time you hear this, it will be, it will be just Christmas time. Uh, just roughly a few weeks before Christmas. So I hope you've got your Christmas shopping done. <laughs> Tessa. I really like how this scene turned out in particular. Yeah, I Tessa. did this whole scene myself. Because uh, I can't believe you left the door here. unlocked. Well, I, I wanted a, a particular feel to this scene. Right. Um, Tessa. I helped write it. Well, yes, yes. No, no, I, I meant I directed it myself. Colin didn't help me with this. Um, I really love... David's performance with this. Right. And, uh... I have to say Marley did a very good job of being extremely concerned. She always does a great job with Abby. She's very invested in her character, I think. Now, this is something that people have been asking for for quite some time. I hope it's disturbing enough for you. Yeah. And the music. The music, I believe, is called, uh, The Voices. And, uh... I, this is all David's uh, performance, by the way. He he did it going from human to more animalistic to pure animal. And uh, interestingly enough, the hardest sound effect for me to find wasn't the whole bones cracking and joints popping thing. It was dog running on snow. <laughs> There you go. Hope it was disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> it's very creepy. Especially if you're wearing uh, headphones. 
He doesn't just assist and direct. He's Vegas. worthy of a sock puppet. He's also a fan. <laughs> He's sock puppet worthy. Yes. Um, so come around next time. Uh, where? Let's see. What's happening in the next one? Seventeen. Bye. Bye.